You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life, wherever you are today and however you are listening today, call me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, on YouTube for all, all of our video podcasts. And of course, for audio podcasts only, you can find us wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can find our audio podcast there. Thanks again for listening and for subscribing. Please go change the world. We thank you again for your time on this incredible opportunity that we have with this show. You've been very supportive, and we thank you for it. You know, one of the things that I've noticed uh, very recently is the preponderance of voices that we hear. For some people, that's considered a dysfunction, a sickness, perhaps a generational or hereditary issue that they may be having. But we all have to deal with the preponderance of voices. The average person has been said through psychology studies and such that the human brain has 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day, which is incredible. Even economists are getting involved now studying the results that come from having too many options. In a lot of cases, it could either mean paralysis and not doing anything or making a hasty decision against our own self-interest or our best interest, per se. Now, experts are surmising that having options looks good, but I would say that, and I think they would even agree, that overload of options or the preponderance of too many options would generate the wrong results. Maybe a pressure to make a phone call or the right call, excuse me, Pressure to make a call or the right call. Maybe the options are in the what food the world may offer and if you should eat that or not. The kind of clothing you should wear, what clothing is fashionable, what clothing is chic and what looks good. And will get you the most attention. Maybe the level of entertainment that you partake of, you and your family. Or even literally what you read. What kind of books and magazine, what kind of podcast you listen to. There's so many options out here. But we are definitely... Inundated with voices, speaking, encouraging, and guiding us. How do you know how to choose? How do you know what you should listen to? You know, the parents are a very influential voice in our life. They teach and guide us based on their past experiences. Their failures are sometimes cautionary tales used to protect children from the same pitfalls they had to go through. So they kind of pass down what they were challenged with 
And in fear, the, ch the child is encouraged to stay away from this area because of the hurt that the parent had experienced. We see it culturally. We see it in family tradition, what our family has done over the ages. We've always done that. It's always been a tradition to name our children with these kind of names because that's what we've done over the years. The idea of the kind of parenting that tries to minimize making mistakes is pretty prevalent among us. Avoiding failure. It's a topic for another day, but those are the kind of things that we see as influences in our life. How about the influence of public opinion, peer pressure, self-esteem, body issues, religion, and even politics? Those are all areas that we see an influence in, in everywhere around us. Perhaps, perhaps you guys can relate to that. It's a clamoring to designate what's best and what's not good for us. But who's speaking? How do they know what's best for you? How do they know what makes the most sense for you as a very unique, carefully crafted human being? How do they know what's best for you? Even media is an influence. This is media right here with the podcast, with YouTube, with TV and radio, all areas, even the newspapers, online or in print. Those are all influences as well. Influences everything from the restaurants you go to try the kind of clothing styles that you desire to make part of your wardrobe, what, what your family views on television, where you should go to retire, what part of the, of the United States you should, go, you should go to best to retire, who to vote for in the next elections. Those are the kind of things that influence us as well. Families, friends, public opinion can really mess you over. Do you accept advice from untested sources? Is that a bad thing? If family and friends can give you bad advice, then conversely, maybe can strangers give you solid advice? It's just something to think about because we have to evaluate where we get our advice and our data and our influence from. And sometimes we choose based on familiarity, like a family situation or close friendship, and we don't often get good advice. And sometimes we don't find out about that until it's pretty late. So if you can't see it yet, we are in the midst of many voices. Let's look at Adam and Eve, for example. You've heard the story, even if you're not uh, of the initiated, and, and the Bible isn't a, a place that you would, would see, see as a barometer for your life living, your daily living, even, even you still understand the story. What happens when the voice comes from an unreliable, untested source? How do you respond? I, I really believe that nowadays we're taking more advice from people that we don't know People that we haven't tested and tried ourselves, people who we don't know the background of or their motivations. And we take so much advice from them and actually apply the advice that we're given from them. That's a stark departure from how things used to be. So now we got to ask, was tradition better then or is it better now? Just something to think about. Some reject the idea of God speaking because they can't perceive the idea of a relationship between a creator and his creation. But the Lord does speak. John 10 and 27 says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. You know, I firmly believe we have four choices of voice to discern. Your own voice, which you probably hear most often. The world, which you see through the influences, like I mentioned, whether it be family, culture, tradition, whether it be arts and entertainment, the media, the adversaries of our soul, which we 
know to be the devil, uh, the source of evil, so to speak, and of course, God himself. Every thought and voice must go through the filter. What voice deters you from selfishness? Which voice brings peace where there was turmoil, turmoil, excuse me, where there was turmoil? Which voice clarifies hard questions? Which voice produces anxiety and stress? Which voice takes you out of your comfort zone? Which voice takes you into a place that's unfamiliar? Which voice speaks with a tone of unconditional love? Which voice makes you feel good about keeping things the way that they are? One last thought here just to think about. Because we are definitely inundated with so many voices. But my last thought here is this. In order to discern or differentiate between these, you have to have a basic understanding of all four entities. It's kind of like somebody who is in the business of locating counterfeit bills. You can't use counterfeit bills as the barometer because they are counterfeit. You have to use a genuine article, actual U.S. manufactured bill or source of currency. You use that as your barometer and measure that against all the other things that will serve as a counterfeit to what is authentic. Same situation here. At the very least, you need to understand all 40 entities. Not only God, not only your arch enemy, the devil, not only the world around you and the thing that it entices you to do or offers to you, and then, of course, yourself. Let's be honest. Everybody thinks they know themselves better than anybody else, but honestly, read a chapter and verse in Jeremiah 17, verse 9. Read that and talk to me about how much you think you know yourself. At the very least, you should have a basic understanding of all four of these entities. Your own self, the world around you, the devil, and God. At the very least, their intent and their motivation. If you know their nature, you can better determine if their voice has your good in mind. If you have no idea how to do that, by all means, please reach out to us. We'd be glad to help you. Or if you have a home church that is helping you in your spiritual journey, in your walk, or even a good friend that has, has that, that level of understanding, by all means, lean into that. Feel free to throw in friends and family and associates in there if you have to. The more you know, right? But at the, at the end of the day, we are hearing a lot of voices around us, a lot of influences telling us what we should do, what's best. There really isn't only but one voice we should be following at all times. Hopefully you know what that is. Thank you for joining our show. Have a great day. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.